I mean, sure. was it the moral core? Was it the 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 the, the parent? I mean, obviously, the parent had some. In, it must have had the major part of the influence here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, from the youngest days, what was different is from their youngest days, they exposed their children to healthy experiences of nakedness, to actually see the body. There's uh, obviously with the, the in the Catholic Church, for instance, there are healthy experiences of uh, of nakedness that is present there in uh, in, in art. Right, the Sistine Chapel, for instance. Right, seeing I see, I see. the the person exposed there. Right, and 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 one of the experiences that a lot of people have growing up, for instance, they uh, as a young young boy, we uh, they just and they're being a young boy, four or five years old, they come come into the bathroom, and the parents like yell at them, get out of the bathroom, because there's and and what that that teaches their children is something's inherently wrong about the body of seeing the body there but as those as the the young boy or young girl is growing up and they're maturing right there's a natural desire to want to see but if we are not given healthy healthy visions uh, a vision of the body we're going to choose the counterfeit and this is exactly what so many people's experience is that that they've never had that healthy experience of the body so with all the um, contaminants of the septic tank that our culture is putting out, I'm gonna go for that because there's a natural curiosity. And because in most families, there's not a healthy, open, honest conversation about sexuality, about the feelings that I have there, about relationships, then this becomes a trap. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's a, there's, there's a uh, modesty is a Catholic virtue, and we don't go around walking around like voyeurs uh, uh, to <laughs> yes. say that, well, I have a healthy sense of my own Correct. body and its dignity. Um, but, but uh, I mean, wouldn't it be better, more wholesome to broaden the vision and say we want people to appreciate genuine beauty? And if they can appreciate genuine beauty, then – I mean, the fact that that little boy said it's yucky, I think that's um, – he obviously, this boy had wisdom there that uh, perhaps uh, exceeded his age, but but uh, pornography is essentially ugly. It's 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 something Absolutely. extremely. I mean, when you look at a when you look at say a, uh, Michelangelo's David, right? Uh, you've got genuine beauty there. You've got the beauty of the human yes. form there. Uh, when you see you know real art. Um, you see genuine beauty, and that, and that you know you see that splendor of the order that God created, as opposed to um, just a, a, a something which is an object of of, of venereal pleasure. Um, anyway, um, so um, why don't we why don't we move on and talk about? Um, so so you talked about how the how the method worked works, and you 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 mentioned talking about brain science. I, I don't want to get hung up on on all of this, but there is something fascinating sure. about this. Um, mm-hmm. Do you mention it in your book? Do you go into any of the details of the neural pathways and all that stuff that 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 uh, the science has revealed uh, is behind pornography? You're hitting on one of my favorite parts of the topic and the work that we do. Okay, and and what and just so your so your your listeners uh, get clear is the the discussion on the neuroscience is critically important. So we know we can't break free from this on our own willpower. Okay, it's a drug. And so what when we're talking about neural pathways? So neural pathways for those who aren't unaware of this, neural pathways are those. If you've ever seen a brain scan, they're the uh, little 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 lines in the brain, the wrinkles in the brain, right? And if you have, for instance, you have I like to use the analogy of you ever use Waze when you're going driving, brother. 
What, what's that? No, uh, uh, oh, is this an app or something? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, like Waze or Google Maps. I, I've yeah, used I, I've used um, I, um, Apple stuff, whatever the Apple thing is. There you go. And I've used yeah, I've used similar <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, let's say on your on your major highway, wherever you're at, there's a you're using that app, and there's a major accident, right? If if it ca- you catch it early enough, you might be able to re-divert. The, okay. the app will re-divert around this. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, yeah. So what 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 we what we're doing is with with especially with pornography, pornography has formed us in a specific way with our neural pathways in how we we relate, how we see life how we enter into relationships, how we think of love, uh, especially human sexuality, the act of, of intercourse, all those things. And we're formed in a specific way. And, and if it is, if we are formed in this specific way, if it's formed in a selfish way, right? And then it's reinforced the chemicals, especially for instance, dopamine, which is the pleasure chemical. And that's reinforced by more and more watching. Then that, that's gonna be what we're gonna go for there. Now, the good news is if you can reset, shall we say, our neural pathways, if we can like that app, if we can learn to go around that and create new neural pathways and reinforced by genuine intimacy, reinforced by using those chemicals in a healthy way and seeking out ways to 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 grow in genuine intimacy, then that reinforces those neural pathways. And this is a really exciting thing because even 30 years ago, most people thought that that our brains, once we get to our mid-20s, that's pretty much what we're set. But what we want to say is, um, especially uh, neuroscientists like Norman Norman Dodge, which I Deutsch, uh, which I talk in my about my book, talks about neurons that fire, that wire together, fire together. So, and, and, and one of the lines we'll use in, to, to build on that is what we say in freedom coaching, where, um, where, what we fo- where, where our focus goes, our energy flows. So, if we're constantly focusing on mirror erotization and merely getting my fix, this is going to form our brains in one way. But if we're forming it in another way, that my sexuality is meant to be lived out as gift, that I'm meant to be a gift to others, that this is the way in which I find it genuine, real pleasure that is in service to others and self-sacrifice that's going to begin to form the 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 the, our our brains in one way and also brother i don't know if this has been coined anywhere but shall we say a neuro uh neuro um neuroplasticity of the heart as well (laughs) or a plasticity Uh of the heart our hearts can change here in a good way just like our brains can now when you talk about this neuroplasticity uh that's that's the the um suppleness uh, of the brain to being rewritten, right? I mean, because those new neural pathways can be created and uh, in their, uh, or formed, created might be the wrong word, but new new neural pathways can be made in the brain. It's made to do that. Yes. And it's, so since it is plastic in the sense of it, um, it has that built-in elasticity and, and uh, uh, motility, you know, the, the ability to be changed, uh, then... Um, we want to avail ourselves of it. I mean, th- th- this. So the. So I think the, phys- the the physiology of this sort of follows the moral theology. We know that it takes a certain amount of time. I've heard the figure of two weeks to to change one habit from a bad habit to a good habit. And I, I would assume that in certain areas, whether it uh, has to do with in, with 
the virtue of temperance uh, or other mm-hmm. virtues, it, it, there is going to be some you know neuroplasticity at work here, some sort of rewriting, and that maybe is one of the reasons where you get uh, more ease in the in the in the uh, practice of the of the acts that are proper to that virtue. So I, I, it is fascinating because there's genuine science, and, and you're not the only one talking about this stuff. There's that that uh, we- a website that I used, I, I happened upon it as I was um, preparing myself for this show. Uh, it's called fightthenewdrug.org. Wonderful. And it's it's put together by uh, Mormons, I think. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, weird religion. But, but I mean, the, 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 they actually say this is not a religious website. It's purely based on science and based Secular. upon, yeah, it's, they, they're aiming for everyone. And they go into a lot of the brain science. And the neural science is, is it's largely above me because I'm not good at sciences, but it's fascinating what I understand. Mm-hmm. So, so and what I would add, to, I, I would just one comment on that. Like, I love Fight the New Drug. They do fantastic work. Um, I encourage everybody, uh, Google Delta Foss B Fight the New Drug. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And what that, right, that, that's going deeply into why we keep seeking this whole, whole way. And so, and what I would say is that knowledge, Brother Andre, is the first step here. But then once you know that, okay, I can't do this on my own willpower, now what? That's where most people get stuck. And what we want to say is, we at Freedom Coaching have an answer for you on that. Okay, so um, so you 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 talked about the four steps. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you, so you, you you sort of walked us through what those steps are. But what is the um, uh, what is the most important step of them? Is there mm-hmm. is there anyone that's most important? Is there anyone that this is where the breakthroughs happen? Is there or this is where most people want to give up? That's a great question. I, what I would say to you is, uh, A, they're all very, very important. Okay? There's, um, from what I've seen, this is one of the most, and it's take me out of the equation. I just happen to be the founder. I was hooked for over 12 years, and this was the, the process that God led me through, and then realizing this can be replicated, and it's not meant just for me. It's meant for the world. So I would say these pieces are here. Second, I would say every person is different. Right. Every person we have, we have different people coming in from different different places that they we, we call them slips. If there's pornography or masturbation, we call those slips, not 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 acting out or falls, but slips. They're on the climbing that road of 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 chastity okay, to have mastery over our sexual desire. And um, so we have clients who are very deep and and still even going into stage four are still dealing with this stuff because there's still things and they need to let go of. But then there's other ones. Uh, like one, uh, one of my current coaches has one a gentleman. He um, came in. He has not been acting out or, or has not had any slips for, I think, nine months or a year. But he's getting married. And he knows that this stuff is in his background. And he wants to get this this stuff healed because he doesn't want to bring this stuff into marriage. Because, he, you know, just take that that um, that statistic, which, by the way, of, of the 56% of divorces have pornography in it. That came from 2003 four years before the iPhone came out. So I'd love to see another another uh, study done on that to see where we are today. Yeah, because since that time, of course, uh, pornography went to possibly epidemic to pandemic proportions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm saying oh, yeah. I'm laughing, but I mean it's it's I'm just it's it's one of those you laugh or cry. It's it's a terrible a terrible. Um, sure. 
you talk about the sewer. I think that's a great way of expressing it. We're we're swimming in in, in fecal matter. Um, so the the uh, you talked about the method. You gave the four points. Um, I'm gonna I want to quote you to you and, and have you comment on something. I want to I want to ask you Please. a question. This is on your website. In order to get at the root, we must recognize and treat pornography as an intimacy identity and vision problem. Uh, it requires an intentional process of rewriting the brain, of discovering one's true identity, uh, seeking out healthy forms of intimacy, and learning how to view the body as uh, and sexuality correctly. Now, I, you, t- you touched upon, uh, um, I, I think we know uh, what... Um, Intimacy, identity, and vision are in general terms. You talk, We talked about vision, I think, more than these others. If I'm recalling, you said that identity is a proper sort of self-realization of what I am. I'm a human person. I'm, if, I'm bapt- I am. if I'm baptized, I'm a child of God. Okay, who I am. All right. So could you talk a little bit more about what you mean by identity? And then if you could move on to uh, – I'll follow up with something about intimacy. 